Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Sides, and I've built mathematical models that I call Sideline, and they predict various sports outcomes. You're more about the baseball model in the course of this episode. It's to cover five Major League Baseball games scheduled to be played on Wednesday, April 26th, 2023. Kishin here is going to the webpage on the banner. It's www.pickstheprofessor.com slash new for some explanations and community rules. So if you're interested in projections of picks for every single game, sign up on Dub Club. That link is in the show description. All of the picks have been doing pretty well so far this season. We've now got the B and the C grades back to about break even after some really bad variants that I've been talking about earlier in the season and I expect them to get into the positive pretty soon. The A grade plays just continue to keep trucking along profitable. So much, so many profits on those A grade plays. And, and some of you are with us over there and, and y'all are, y'all are already aware. So I'm preaching to the choir here, but if you're not all those A grade plays, I'll give you a couple on show, but the rest of them over there on dub club, the a plus play of the day included in that all the projections and the discord chat, which is a great place to get your questions answered. We have a lot of fun over there, but we also, a lot of people ask really good questions about what's in the model, what's not in the model, updates. Uh, you know, we, we had a couple, we had a starting pitcher change here for the Mariners uh, here on Tuesday. And so, you know, rerun that and post that for those people over there. So you just get a lot of stuff over on Dub Club. Cannot recommend it enough. It's under a dollar a day. You get discounts if you sign up for longer terms. Check that out if you haven't yet. That link's in the show description. Remember that sports are unpredictable, so the discussion on this show projects a typical game. It does not try to forecast it to a T, as that'd be a foolish and impossible goal. We take a long-term view here and don't get distracted at weird baseball things, closers blowing leads, this epidemic of like people walking in batters, multiple batters in an inning. I feel like you don't see that often. We've seen a lot so far this season. I don't know what's going on. Um, you know, I thought we were past that with the whole sticky ball stuff changes, but I, who knows? It's, it's weird baseball stuff, right? That happens. Um, you just never know when it's going to happen, when it's going to strike. It's all about that long run that we talked about. And that's again, why I encourage you to be over on dub club because the long term taking all the plays, taking all the a grade plays, uh, whichever kind of way you're slicing it, it's working out great. Never know about each individual game. So that's why I always talk about, you know, don't put too many eggs in one basket. Don't put one of these games in every Moneyline parlay. You do that sort of stuff because, you know, you just never know what's going to happen in one game. Um, I guess the one I could talk about here is the Monday Night Angels A's game, right? I mean, just what a bonkers game that was. Uh, you just never know when something weird like that's going to happen. In the long run, it's going to work out. In the short term, weird stuff happens. That's what we always talk about. Good variants and bad variants. As much as I'd like to say it'll be profitable every single day, unfortunately, that's an impossible reality for any gambler before we get to today's show got some day games some night games got a lot of good things to talk about a lot of totals i will talk about here uh but some reminders please hit that like button if you're on youtube also if you aren't yet please consider subscribing or following it's free and if you turn notifications on you won't miss any of the college basketball and there'll be your college football content that this channel provides a grade money then plays return four units that is the risk plus win equals four the b grades return three the c grades return two if it's even money that means we're risking two to win two on the a's one and a half to win one and a half on the b's risking one to win one on the c's this adding up to the return i like it from a from an accounting standpoint from a mathematical standpoint allows us to not ever 
be too concerned if we're too favorite heavy or too dog heavy because you just kind of avoid some of the pitfalls that flat betting has. We'll talk about some favorites today. We've had some shows where we take nothing but favorites. We'll have some shows where we take nothing but dogs. Um, value is value. And that's what we're going to talk about. It doesn't really matter. You can win with either. Uh, you know, if you're betting favorites, you just have to win a little bit more. But you got to isolate which favorites are underpriced and which ones are overpriced. Uh, and we've got a bunch of favorites here, I think, that are underpriced today. So we're going to talk about those uh, and a little more favorite heavy show than a dog heavy show. Uh, but let's get to it. As always, take what you like and leave the rest. Two afternoon games. I want to talk about first one, 107 p.m. White Sox at the Blue Jays. Toronto is a minus 166 favorite. That's a B grade pick. Sideline says it should be Blue Jays minus 168. So a little bit of value here. The bottom line on this one is that while Kikuchi is a little bit concerning with his underlying metrics so far this season, and overall he rates below average, I still think he's a better pitcher than Kopech. I want to fade Kopech as much as possible. Um, his ERA in four outings this year, 6.97, and the advanced metrics say it should actually be higher than that, that he's had some good luck for it to be in the sixes. That's just terrible. Not a very good pitcher, and this Blue Jays offense – should be able to go to town on him. So I think the Blue Jays can put up a ton of runs. This is mainly about fading Kopech. You can take Blue Jays team total over as an alternate angle net. You can take first five on the Jays. Minus 166, a solid play. People have been talking about it and asking, the reason I don't do really anything in the first five market is the fact that your juice is generally a little bit higher there. In places where you can still get dime lines, and again, I always recommend finding shops that have that your first five lines are more uh you know your standard 20 cents apart and then in games in markets where your regular lines are 20 cents apart your first five markets are usually 30 cents apart so it's just that added juice just makes it a little bit higher of a hurdle to get over there is a nice thing that avoids extra innings next innings only occurs in you know un- under five percent of games or so and so um, it's not the biggest deal in the world, but it is nice to avoid extras when that happens because there's just the chaos adding that runner at second base. I would prefer just to push at that point personally and not deal with that uh, similar hockey, right? I don't want to, you know, three on three is a whole lot of fun to watch, but I'd rather just push. So there's that benefit, but that extra juice is just not something I tend to mess with. If you like it and it works for you have added, this would be a first five to look at. Um, neither one of these bullpens is great. They're both kind of average at this point. White Sox getting a little bit healthier now. Um, in the bullpen, which which helps them hopefully kind of shore up some of their issues they've had, but it's still not a good bullpen. Uh, but it's kind of a wash there. The Blue Jays just the better offense and the better starting pitcher, kind of by default. Again, it's not that Kikuchi's that great. It's that Kopech is just definitely a guy I really want to fade. Model projects a total of 10.3. I project the roof to be closed. Actual total I'm seeing is 9.5. I would definitely go over 9.5. I would love over 9 as long as you don't have to pay crazy juice if it ever shows up. I don't know why it would. Uh, but over nine and a half, still a strong play. And if you're a little bit hesitant to that hook, which I wouldn't blame you, again, Blue Jays team total over, also a really good look. Um, just know that, of course, that's fairly correlated with the Blue Jays winning. So if you were going to do that, I would not put a full the full wager amount on both of those because they're so tied together. I kind of maybe split the wager between those two might be another way to play it. 1.40 p.m. Eastern. The other thing you can do with these games, you know, if you like playing the, the parlays, again, I recommend kind of keeping it to two teams. And if you're doing an afternoon parlay here, Blue Jays with the Brewers, probably not a bad idea. Uh, Brewers at minus two, 210, a little bit of value again. At the current price, this is another reason why you should be over on Dub Club. As soon as I get done recording this show and get it uploaded, people on Dub Club are getting ad-free shows. 
as soon as possible. They've already got the picks. They've already seen this right now. Those people are just listening to hear what I have to say about it. Talk about totals and stuff like that. They've already got all the projections. They've already got all the picks. These numbers are probably going to go up because favorites tend to go up. Not always, but they tend to right now. Brewers minus 210 is a B grade pick. The model says it should be minus 211. So at 215, it drops to a C grade. At 220, you know, it's still kind of a C grade. At the 230s, it just becomes kind of a pass. That's where I see this number heading. And so, again, the benefit for being a, a premium member over there is that you're going to get this information sooner. You're going to be able to lock in a good price. If you do afternoon, if you do the Monday Night Parlay, it's afternoon parlay between Jays and the Brewers. Not a bad look. We just don't want to, we just have to stay price sensitive. We just don't want to play the Blue Jays at like minus 190 and the Brewers like minus 240 because now all of a sudden we're adding a little bit more risk than reward. Not that the risk changes, but the reward changes, right? And that's what we're talking about here. So uh, at these prices, both a little bit of value on these teams, I, I, I'd sign off on that sort of play. Uh, just don't want to get too carried away on the price. Minus 210 is probably a little low. Michael Lorenzen versus Freddy Peralta is is where this game is marginally close. Uh, but Peralta still the much better pitcher. Uh, Lorenzen not as bad as that 6 area, but the underlying metrics, you know, still think he's a well below average pitcher. Peralta's an above average pitcher. Brewers bullpen's better. Brewers offense better games in Milwaukee. The Brewers should be big favorites in this one, and they're close to that. They're just not quite there yet. Again, I think this number should be about a dime higher if I had to guess. So a little bit of value right now, enough worth playing, but don't want to go too heavy on it. It's not that A-grade value where there's just so much value that in the long run it's going to work out for us. It's just a smart investment, I think, to have your money on the Brewers. I project the roof to be closed. Model says 8.6 runs between 8 and 8.5. Eight and uh, at eight and a half, it's definitely a pass. At eight, you could you could talk me into an over, uh, or conversely, just going with a Brewers team total over, and just assuming that the Brewers above average offense should be able to score runs against the Tigers below average pitching throughout the day. So the night game, seven ten p.m. Eastern. Nationals at the Mets. Mets minus one ninety gets a, a B grade. Sideline says it should be Mets minus two oh seven. So a little bit more wiggle room on how much value you have here. You can kind of treat this more. The other one's more as a B minus pick. This is more of a true B or a B plus pick. Uh, maybe put a tiny bit more on this one as the Mets should be favored by more than this. The Nats just aren't very good. McKenzie Gore's pitched really well so far this season, and he hasn't had anything helping him in the bullpen or the offense. And that's the problem with this Nats team. They aren't good, and that's going to keep happening. That's not fluky. Uh, they're a really, really bad team. McKenzie Gore's a pretty solid starting pitcher. Model still has him slightly below average, but that's trending toward average. And if he keeps pitching like he's pitching, he'll be on the right side of average here in no time. He's obviously got a lot of potential throws, uh, you know, got, got a lot of good stuff. Uh, highly regarded prospect for years to the Padres before being in the in the Juan Soto trade, having all the injuries issues. Um, Singa, though, while his numbers are not as good, projects to be the better pitcher again using his historical data from Japan coming over. Um, I think the Mets still have a little bit of an edge here at starting pitcher. It's not big. It's not big. It's just a small edge, but they're at home and they have a massive edge at bullpen. Not that their bullpen's good. It's just the Nats bullpen is terrible. And offensively, they have a above average offense while the Nationals offense is just terrible. So Mets at minus 190, a B grade, again, should be priced higher. And I absolutely love the under in this game. And this isn't a situation where I would take the team total under. I would just go full game under here. I'm seeing some eights and some eight and a half. You can split your wage between those. Is never a bad idea if you're seeing... 
you know, shopping around, you see a little bit of both. You obviously have to pay a little more juice that in half, but you win if put it instead of pushing there. So you split your wages, take whichever one you like, but I definitely think under makes a lot of sense. The model projects 7.4. It's going to be around 50 degrees for this game. The wind will be blowing out, but the Nats offense is terrible. And McKenzie Gore, again, a pretty good young pitcher, lefty. And the Mets offense is still so left-handed heavy uh, that they don't project as well against the lefties. So, you know, you're talking about putting, you know, putting some decent pitching, some, you know, bad offenses with the Nats and a chilly day in a very pitcher-friendly ballpark. Uh, I really think this total should be seven and a half. So I think at eight, eight and a half, you're getting some good value there. The game under, you're kind of hedging a little bit in case uh, McKenzie Gore does have a really good start. If you do play the team total under for the Nats, it's not a bad angle. It's just you're going to have to go with a really low number at that point. Um, and I don't mind having, again, a little bit of a hedge in case, you know, the most likely outcome in this game, I think, is kind of like Mets winning something like, you know, four to two or something. And so uh, I think that the full game under makes a lot of sense. And again, Mets minus 190 be great officially from me. 7.20 p.m. Eastern Marlins at the Braves. Sandy Alcantara versus Bryce Elder. Mentioned Alcantara before, just has been really struggling so far. The underlying metrics say it's not quite as bad as that ERA. Still one of the better pitchers in baseball. Bryce Elder just continues to climb up the ratings, a 114 ERA. And the advanced metrics say his ERA should still be below three. So it's not really that fluky. It's a little fluky because anybody with an ERA of 114 is fluky, right? But it's not like it's massive luck and, and he's just pitched trouble. He's pitched really well, continues to just look really good. Really surprising me based off what I saw last year, but kudos to that kid. I'm back in here with the home at Braves at minus 142. B grade pick sideline says minus 149 is the correct no juice number. So we're getting a little bit of value here, and the Braves winning about 60% of the time. Talking about before, Alcantara is really good, but he can't hit. He can't pitch all nine most of the time. Um, you know, he hasn't gone quite as deep this year. The Marlins bullpen's a little bit better this year, so it's not actually the biggest concern in the world. It's just that this Marlins offense is just really outpaced by this Braves offense. Game in Atlanta. This is going to be a really tough one for Shandy Wing. He's going to have to really put the team on his back. He's done it before. The model just says he's going to be able to do it about four out of ten times, and the other six out of ten, the Braves win at minus 142. That makes for a strong investment. But the other angle on this one that I love, love, love is the under. I'm seeing eight and eight and a half, but the model projects 6.5. This is one of my favorite totals of the day. Low 50s in Atlanta and a wind blowing in. It won't be very strong, but it will just give us a little bit of extra resistance on that ball on a chilly night in a park that plays pretty pitcher friendly in the summer and pretty hitter, uh, pretty hitter friendly in the summer and pretty pitcher friendly at the start and end of the season. And you got two really good pitchers. Despite all contrary struggles, he's still really good. Now, the Braves should score because they're good offensively, but it's going to be hard against a guy like Alcantara to put up eight. It's possible, but not likely. And the way Elder's pitching against a below-average Marlins offense, they shouldn't score a lot of runs. Again, I have no idea why we're seeing numbers like eight or eight and a half in this one. I know the Braves' offense has looked well, but if you just look at the weather report, this is not a game that's going to shape up to have a lot of runs. And despite Alcantara giving up all those runs, again, he's much better than that. So absolutely love this under. And again, Back in the Braves at these prices under minus 150, also a solid investment. 
A late game here, 9.38 p.m. Eastern. A's at the Angels. Let's take another big favorite here in the Angels at minus 255. Model says it should be minus 272. And again, not to belabor the point, but I just want to remind everybody the concept of this is that we're not just taking favorites or dogs to take favorites or dogs. We're taking value based off the price because the risk in all of these games remains the same. It is some unknown. We don't actually know the true risk. We estimate it, but we don't really know it. But what does change with the price is the reward and we're always analyzing risk versus reward this is life this is how you make decisions right you may not quite think about it but that's the way we should be making decisions that's why you make them subconsciously what's the risk what's the reward of choosing a versus b and the concept here is that we've just got a lot of favorites today that happen to have a little bit better reward than risk at these prices but even if the prices change and that reward changes then that changes the long-term smart play Angels should absolutely win this game, but they're not going to go. If they were to play this one game 162 times, as much as Angels should win, they aren't going to go 162 and zero. So don't throw the Angels in every Moneyline parlay because they're big favorites, because weird things happen, especially with an Angels team that's really just everything on Trout and Otani. And, you know, <laughs> otherwise they're just having so many issues. But part of the reason why I'm okay backing them at this massive price is that Patrick Sandoval is actually a pretty decent pitcher, gets an above average grade from the model, 338 ERA in his four games this season. And again, ERA is not even part of the model. It's just something to point out. Like the results have also been there so far for him this season. He's a decent pitcher. The Angels bullpen, of course, really let us down on Monday. But just like the A's did on Monday, the A's bullpen was actually worse than the Angels somehow. And so you just talk about a potentially historically bad bullpen in Oakland. And again, a much better offense for the Angels than the A's makes the Angels a smart play here. According to the model, they win 73% of the time. Projected total on this one is 10.2. Another game I'd absolutely be loving the over on as I'm seeing eight and a half right now. It'll be around 70 degrees for first pitch, around 60 for close, and the wind will be blowing out around just under 10 miles an hour for the totality of this game in a hitter-friendly ballpark, again, with some bad bullpens. There's only one pitcher that's competent in this entire game, probably, and that's going to be Sandoval. And once he's done, you know, the Angels bullpen probably gives up some runs. The A's are going to give up a ton of runs with the wind blowing out against this Angels offense. It's just inevitable. So again, over eight and a half, over nine, really strong plays here. Again, as the model projects, 10 and a half. And again, that the A's will start Luis Medina. I just don't think he's going to be able to shut down this Angels offense. It's actually pretty decent, um, especially with those guys healthy at the top. Not projecting to have an off day for the, either one of those guys. You tend to see it more on the day game after the night game. So this being another night game, you have to assume Trout and Otani are going to play. And if so, that makes this a pretty strong play at a price at minus 255. Don't play it at minus 300, but a minus 255, a B grade, and a pretty strong investment. That's all I've got for you here today. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Picture the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can enjoy all the sports betting content provided on this channel. It's dropped right into your feed. Be back tomorrow with more baseball betting content. And until then, as always, best of luck. And remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.